0: Alright, welcome to the drive in this particular episode. I want to talk a little bit about professionalism in the workplace, politics, uh, share a few experiences, and then go from there. See how everything looks. I'm anticipating today's drive is going to be just a little bit longer than normal, but that's okay. I already got a notification from the Waze app telling me that it wants to add an extra 33 minutes onto my drive. That would make it so that it took me about almost two hours to get home, and I am not looking forward to that. So fingers crossed that this is only a 45-minute episode. If not, I might run out of things to talk about. But according to some people, that will never happen. Thanks very much for tuning in, sticking with me, taking a listen to what I have to say. So early on when I first started um, working and I would uh, engage with my peers in the workplace, I didn't really have a filter. I would often say things that were very political, very divisive, um, assuming a lot of very negative things about people or sometimes even very positive things about people, but maybe things that they didn't feel comfortable sharing. So um, there there are topics that I do not feel are important to talk about at work um I definitely think it's okay to talk about you know whether or not you have a family um but for me I think it really breaks down to whatever you're comfortable sharing at work by all means but understand that there are some people that just do not want to hear what you have to say no matter how tolerant the world has become so an example for me um I actually don't subscribe to the LGBT community Um, when I was growing up it was called you know being gay um, the gay community Um, and then it expanded into the LGBT community and now it's the LGBTQIA2 community or whatever they're calling it these days Um, the only thing that I've ever seen change kind of ideals that often in, in titles would be uh, trends and that's what I feel like that community has become is something that follows a trend but this episode is not necessarily too much about that but more about what that means for me in the workplace in my last position I was in a member I was a member of a senior leadership and um, I, I managed the department And of course, managing a department, that does mean that it is up to you to make sure that you are um, creating a really positive, work-friendly, safe environment for everyone. And that does include those that have opinions that are different. And what I found out very quickly was that all it takes is for one person to go against the grain, and that could change everything for you. Even if everyone is all on the same side, as a good uh, manager, you should be checking in constantly to make sure that you're progressing forward in the right direction for everybody. You know, you may have some people that are initially are on board, um, and then as things progress, they slowly start realizing that maybe that wasn't a good idea for them. And the way that most people see it is it really is the manager's kind of job to gauge that and know when to pull the plug. So in my last role, I was a manager, and uh, it was in a contact center environment or a call center environment. And okay, so slight derailment. It's about it's under a dollar to use the express lane. That tells me that traffic is significantly improved since I got that notification. So I'm going to be staying this one I might get home fast this might be a regular episode keep our fingers crossed so I was a manager at a call center contact center uh, whatever you may know it by and I knew that the month of June was coming up and I was dreading it primarily because in the city that I lived which was Seattle so being in the Pacific Northwest being very liberal I found that there were just a lot of people that tend to overdo their involvement during that particular month so pride pride events the celebration of the gay community all of those things were not necessarily things that I wanted to participate in you know as I was moving my my self throughout my previous employers and, and just working you know it was kind of easy for me to just you know, being in a subordinate position is kind of this. eh, I don't have to really participate if I don't want to. So, I knew that the month of June was coming up, and I said to myself, okay, I'm going to put it out there. Um, if people want to participate in, you know, pride-related activities, they're more than welcome to. I want them to do it on their own individual basis. As I was writing the email to send it out to the team, there was an employee that came up to me and said, Hey, are you excited about Pride? Because I think it was fairly obvious at the time that I was gay. I'd put pictures up in my, my cubicle of me and my husband together. So, you know, that and a few, uh, few finger snaps and gay references, they, I think they picked up on the, the fact that I was gay. Um, and I said, I just kind of looked at them and I really tried saying, like, you know, please, please keep talking. Don't don't make me answer that question. And then they had um, said, we should do something for pride. And I said, ah, great, good. You, you said one thing else. So now I can actually take advantage of that and, and use that without having to answer the initial question. Are you, are you excited about pride? Because no, I am not. And I've never gone to pride and I don't ever intend on going to a pride. Um. It's a completely useless event for me, and so I, I don't see any any value in going into that. Um, but I did take advantage of the fact that she had asked, you know, we should do something for that, and I said, it's a great, that's a great suggestion. I'm actually going to send out a response to the team, letting everyone know they should kind of do their own thing, um, and it's going to be up to them, but as a group, I don't think we're going to do anything together. And the look on her face was a combination of, like, disgust and confusion and disbelief it was just a lot all in one one face and you know i didn't definitely it didn't mean any malice behind just kind of brushing her off and saying no i'm just gonna let you guys do your own thing um but this is where my manager instincts kind of kicked in and i said okay well i have to do something to kind of make her feel as if she's welcome because by me telling her you know wear rainbow f- flags all you want and just keep it work appropriate and me telling her that isn't making her feel inclusive enough, you have to overdo it with this generation we really have to hit the nail on the head and then pull the nail out and then hit it again because they need that validation so that they feel like they're included and they're validated and they're, they're represented and um I find that very interesting in juxtaposition with the fact that half of senior leadership in that particular department were gay. Um, 75% of leadership in that department were women. And 100% of members of leadership in that department were minorities. So this idea that a patriarchal white male was preventing the LGBT community from being represented is just not something that holds up for me. I I don't see that as something that that is even remotely close to being accurate. And I I don't I don't think that's what she was saying, but I, I definitely get the feeling that just by her reaction to just like oh, so are we not allowed to do anything after I specifically said she's allowed to do something was um, was a little frustrating because. I don't know what else you want me to do to validate the fact that you are more than welcome to celebrate your sexuality at your workplace. To me, the two should never exist. I don't think that you should be discriminated because of your sexuality. I stand by that and I will stand arm in arm with you to fight that fight if someone is discriminating against you because of your sexuality. But your sexuality isn't, your workplace isn't a place to celebrate your sexuality. It's a place to work. It's a place to make sure that you can earn an income, you can sharpen your skills, you can work on your career development. It's not a place to celebrate who you are um, sexually, I, I just don't see that. Um, I would probably make the argument that it, it can be a place for you to celebrate who you are culturally. Um, because I do think it is, I think it's nice to be able to share cultures at workplace, in in a workplace environment but I do not think sexuality should take place at work. And being a manager, people tend to say things around you that they don't realize you're hearing. And this would be some professional advice that I would give to people that are going into the workplace for the first time, or maybe they're curious about whether or not that's a conversation you should have. You really should leave sexuality out of the workplace. We hear everything, we know everything. I um, had a situation where this one employee um, who is a male was being uh, approached by another employee who was a male. And let's just call in Bob. Bob, who was being approached by the other person. Um, I felt very uncomfortable by his advances primarily because he was straight and Bob obvious or the other guy was obviously gay and Bob was it. Bob was straight. Bob had pulled me into the room. Now that that to me just the level of flirtation and inquiry into whether or not they're dating. You know, those those can be very sexually harassing kind of conversations that can make someone feel uncomfortable in the workplace and, you know, we I mean, everyone needs to feel safe. So I had to pull that other employee into the room basically saying, you know, here's what's going on. I need you to, to stop and I need you to realize that what you're doing is making someone feel very uncomfortable. Um, and that's not okay. And they, they, you know, that person broke down and cried and, you know, apologized and said that they never meant any sort of disrespect. And they never felt like they were pressuring anyone into, into you know anything they just you know were wanting to make a friend but again and you will learn this in your workplace it's never really about how you pers- how you intend things it's all about how they're perceived and if bob perceived it as sexual harassment or they felt uncomfortable or they felt like it wasn't a safe work environment then we, we have to take action on that Um, so the two, you know, eventually came to the agreement that, you know, they were just going to move on. Um, and I thought that that was a fantastic resolution to that. It was a